0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Today we will be discussing Lovecraft Country, Episode Four: A History of Violence. I'm your girl Kim.
1: It's me, Mimi, me, me. and your girl
0: Mel. And we are without Marcus today, who I guess he would be, aka Yakima. Maybe I don't know
2: who his. Aka would have been. Oh, I don't know what what political what's happened. I ain't watched the news uh, all weekends. I wanted to enjoy my my weekend, so okay. I don't know. I don't know what's happened in the world. Is anything terrible, crazy happened? Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I know that
1: I think five Trump boat boats boats sank at like a Trump parade or
3: something. <laughs> That's it was in Texas.
2: It was in Texas. That shit was so y'all, when I tell you gig that shit giggled, made me giggle the entire weekend.
1: Wait, did you see the meme somebody created called Poseidon for Biden?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I put the uh y'all see there was I put on my Facebook uh uh today, um, Happy Labor Day. There was a picture of one of the boats on the bottom of the of the lake with the Trump. <laughs> you idiots, dum dums <laughs> I, that did tickle me, though. I can't lie, and I know we're not supposed to laugh at stuff like that, but it did. It did make me quite happy. So. Well, maybe, maybe he would have been Poseidon. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Poseidon for Biden. <laughs> I'm mad at it. I am not mad at it. Okay, so we are getting started on this very fun episode. I feel like this was like the light Like they, the it was the it wasn't as heavy and it was the fun adventure i was like yay this is like goonies it, it was like a night in the museum mm-hmm. raiders of lost
1: art yeah i
2: got raiders <laughs> of
0: lost
1: art it ended on a heavy note it did, it ended like <laughs> <heavy. laughs> goodness
2: yeah they were like we're gonna give you guys fun and then we're gonna bring you back down to earth and i was like oh that's pretty sad um yeah so it was kind of crazy I only had out of this episode um, three kind of overarching themes. And I listened to I haven't listened to any other podcast besides the one that's dropped the radio uh, podcast with the writer, and I need to I need to remember, remember her name so I can make sure that I reference her. Do you guys remember the lady's name in the podcast that they drop on Sunday? right after it's um, actually somebody yeah ashley and then the, the other her friend and they're the ones that do the <laughs> Does sabrina sound like right kind of i think ashley is ashley the one of the is she the writer or the other person on the podcast because one is a writer and one is like a fan but we'll we'll come to it but they're you know i listened to theirs on sunday just because I, I wanted to make sure i didn't miss any you know any major things but um i haven't listened to anybody else um outside of just looking you know looking online and seeing when it dropped on hbo max on friday everybody just went crazy including me i was like guys this is i'm going nuts we all have to watch it and i like immediately watched it at my desk i was like i literally closed my computer and just started watching the show I just watched it. okay
0: ashley c ford and shannon houston those are the two people who do the Lovecraft Radio podcast.
2: Now, is Ashley, is Ashley the writer, uh, one of the writers on the show, or is, is the, the other lady on the writer on the show, Shannon? I can't remember. Ashley. Okay. Yeah, so listening, just listening to them. Um, that's the only podcast. let y'all listen to them already?
1: Um, I got a chance to listen to a part of it, but I hadn't finished it.
2: Okay. Yeah, so Friday I literally just stopped doing my work and then just started watching the show. I, which is not I don't tell anybody to do that it's not productive but I just it was a long week and I just needed that to be a happy part of my week so yeah. I enjoyed it yeah uh so the only the th- the three things that I got out of it was really like the, the oppression of women by men because I was like damn like poor like Letty was just like dude I'm a part of this too you're not by yourself stop yelling at me you know like i be yelling at her I don't
1: like Tick.
2: <laughs> you don't
3: like Tick? I mean, Yo,
2: tick. I thought it was just me. Yeah. He's kind of a, an asshole, right?
1: But I get where it comes from. I mean, it comes from how he was raised. Like, if you look at how Montrose is, I get, I get that.
2: But yeah. I'm like,
1: look, you gonna quit yelling at Letty because Letty has been ride or die helping your stupid ass the whole way. Like, really? Like, Letty,
2: Letty has straight up been keeping you, like, you, I know she died and came back, but she's really been keeping you alive. Like she yeah, was your it. ass, yes. And
0: I generally like men with a little bit of assholery to them, a little bit of jerk. I kind of like it, but yeah,
2: yeah.
0: T- Tick's assholeness is more like trauma, and mm-hmm. I, that's a different kind of asshole.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really don't like Montrose, I think I've come to that.
3: Like, I yeah. like
2: yeah i was like i was like i feel bad for not liking tick because i know it is from he he, it's he's just passing along trauma from his trauma
3: right right. so
2: but i'm just like but damn you just you why do you have to be he's so intense i think that's what it is like he's so intense it's overwhelming and he's so passionate and i'm like dude y'all y'all it's a threesome right y'all in this together you had you switched out your uncle for your daddy now let's just figure this out you know i'm like (laughs)
0: come on right i think it's that rage that mimi mentioned last week Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: why does he look like just full of rage it's that yes
3: yeah that rage i feel like in real
0: life he might have a little
1: bit
3: (laughs) of rage
1: i don't know know where that where it's going but i'm getting concerned at this point i'm like where's this
2: yeah Where where are we headed? Because Ooh. unless
1: we have an episode where he's is on somebody's couch with therapy, I don't think I don't think he gets better by the end of a, because <laughs> nothing but more trauma has to happen the rest of the story. Like it doesn't
2: get any better. So <laughs> yeah, the writers were like, yeah this this is the only light episode we're giving you she was like this is it this is oh, like okay else. we're going back to the north like this is the only one she's like everything after this is heavy like it's heavy like yeah. the first three episodes i was like damn all right then I'm, I'm still ready i'm ready i'm already ready but i was like okay I, I feel you okay poor tick um then we have just the references to eve constantly like we the three of us said we you know that the direction to not eat the the from the tree of knowledge in the garden of eden was given to adam not eve so they just keep shitting on eve and i'm like okay we get it like Eve, fuck eve we get it we oh yes all right <laughs> yeah comment,
0: comment. and i don't even understand why we, they hate eve so much because eve was sitting here to help you dumbass. god mm-hmm. said you know what i have created an idiot have him help because he just can't make it by himself. He not gonna make it alone. You're not gonna make it by yourself. We need some help. You don't need some help. <laughs> which is what Lady keep doing. Lady keeps on me like, dude, you're not gonna make it by yourself. You are not gonna make it.
1: Mm-hmm. God, God created man was like, ooh, um, I messed up. Well, mm. It's like almost. Let me. Yeah, let me do something else real quick cuz I don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tweak some
2: things. Let right. me come back to come back to the right. Um and then our girl Christina who we have you know now you know kind of have been revealed who she really is and the fact um that she feels very slighted because she wasn't able to be a part of the order and clearly she has to me now even before, even at the last episode, we find out she has more magic than what we thought. Might be you the most magical creature on the earth. Like I don't know why you don't take off all these lodges. Well, what was okay?
1: So the last episode, uh, we we thought that she had froze tick, but I think that that was just carryover from her dad's. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that she did that. That was just carryover mm-hmm. from his spell that you just can't kill. Can't kill none of them racist Targaryens. Like they just.
2: But I feel like, but the fact that she's mastered it now, like, she's still, she's still, to me, the only person that we've seen that have been able to do so many types of magic. But like, has she, kids, everybody else died? but. Has she been able to do so many, or is, can't she just do the
0: one? Because that's what I mm-hmm. couldn't understand from last week, and she was like, most people know how to master one. one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, what, what is her one? Has mm-hmm. she mastered one, or has she mastered Multiple because this episode Mm -hmm. she didn't use any. She couldn't.
2: Well, she used one. She we that the new one that we were alluding to. Yeah,
1: she's.
0: But
2: that was. Yeah, that she's William.
3: Yeah.
1: I just think that. Wait a second. Hold on.
0: (laughs) Back up. I thought she was William, but how do we know that she's William?
2: So. How
0: How was that revealed? Did I miss that?
2: Yeah. So uh when she before she goes to meet ruby she the two policemen are still like telling her so she walks up to her house as her as herself Then she walks over to the side and then she she changes into william and walks back out so now we know like it wasn't she literally just came back out where william was coming from so i'm like she's either glamored or she knows how to shape shift right one of those two things okay all right, because
0: I I saw that and I was like, wait,
2: Christina
3: I think it's William, but
2: I didn't uh-huh. know that. Like, uh, what's the word? Verified. I I feel like I feel like it's verified in the show now. And some people online were saying they were calling her them brother and sister, but I'm like, no. I feel like I feel like now we can say I feel comfortable with us saying that that's the same person. She's just shape shifting or she's glamouring herself to yes. look like to look like a man.
1: I mean, technically, all we can say is for me. I think the only spell we can say she can do is that one because I think that the her um being um not being able to be killed is a mm-hmm. spell that dad just put over the whole family. I don't know that she did it. I just think that that's carryover from his spell that he put over
3: mm-hmm.
1: the brave the brave whites or the racist targaryens because I don't I still don't know if I'm saying it right.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and then the the ha- what the house spell okay okay you're the, the memory
2: spell I say I say she can do the memory spell when she blocked because uh-huh. she was able to take off their memory um for for Letty and George okay. I think that she took her da- she learned her dad's spell and I think now she in her own thing is maybe her the one that she has mastered is the
3: glamour. cloaking or the glamour yeah okay okay
2: but she also yeah. did hallucination like them the
0: hallucinations weren't, weren't they a spell. And then she has the spell too, the one that causes that caused both of the accidents. I,
2: don't, I don't think that's her. I think I think that's uh those things were put on the house and on the on the properties by Titus and Hiram. I think that yeah, they're just. The accident, they're I don't think they're her. They're not her spells. But the accidents
0: was just her. The first accident no. she stopped. Yeah, no. well, she hit the silver car, and, and she got the racist that was her and then when they were on the bridge mm-hmm. crashed the car and they hit like that force field
1: i, I think, think that's th- the car yeah but i don't I think, think that's, her. that's over. i just think that's carryover from her dad like the invol, the impenetrable whatever what, what did it what did she call it
2: um uh not impenetrable but vulnerable I,
1: the in um in bon- is it invulnerable i don't know something like that maybe yeah, I yeah. think that that was just the spell her dad cast over
3: mm-hmm.
1: that immediate family, that house mm-hmm. over them in general. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. If we, I hope we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm definitely gonna read the book. Um, I feel like it's just kind of like from the book that every maybe the one the things that everybody knows how to do is ward a house or a car or vehicle or a thing, an item. Um, so I think maybe that's what, I don't know. Maybe that's what everybody can do in their like order. Cause we don't, we don't know what everybody else's orders can do. So I don't know, but she just seems very, she seems like she's very capable magician or warlock or witch, whatever we call her. She, I don't know what, what, uh, if she went to Hogwarts, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. She was running with those kids. Like she ain't never seen kids before. Maybe she was in the evil Hogwarts. I don't know. That was so weird. It was (laughs) All I wanna know
1: is the main thing I noticed was like that bitch is tall as hell. <laughs> I was like Chris. Well, she's a I'm model. Tall.
2: She's a model. Okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's a model. everybody around her. All the cops, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a supermodel from um Australia. Okay. I didn't, I- didn't realize mm-hmm. that tall. She- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I had the other thing was just the the like the history of abuse and what we already talked about, like I feel like when George told us that their father had abused, he and Montrose, then we see Montrose abuse of Tick, then Tick abuses Letty. So I feel like it's just those generational, that generational abuse um, that's happening and trauma. Right. And Unfortunately, it's landing on Letty, um, unfortunately. Then, of course, the white people abusing the Black people. And then we got that twist, um, the, like the colonizers. And I don't know why I laugh when people call white people colonizers. I just laugh at that. It just tickles me. But their abuse of the tribal peoples. So that was... The, did you guys think of any other abuses that we saw like outside of like those big those types of things happening that we can kind of trace back in the show? But there's the substance abuse. The substance abuse. Okay, I didn't think about that. With uh, Montrose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He stay lit, don't he? But his lit is like...
0: Yeah, I don't... If you're going to get drunk and have all that come back on on you, why? I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to experience that all over again. Every time I got drunk.
2: Yeah. He's just, I feel like he has so much. He's trying to hide and push down with the alcohol that it, when it comes back, you know, even, you know, it comes back like 10 times worse than what it probably, if he were just to sit down and work out what the problem is and work through it, then it'll be better. But it is, yeah, he gets, he is, a sad evil drunk like i'm like damn dude we gotta get something we gotta do something else because you bur- you about to burn down the whole fucking neighborhood i was like he about to burn down the whole house i'm uh, i'm mad at montrose right now
0: yeah, yeah. he's not for that at all like no, I- why why can't we keep uncle george why <laughs> couldn't montrose be but- that, that
2: yeah Um, uh, and I have, I have some, somebody wrote something on one of the Facebook groups I want to bring up to it. I got a question to ask you guys about him. Um, then the third, uh, thing that I came out of this one was just lies. So Montrose lying about him reading those bylaws and burning the book. Um, we see that he, uh, uh, Montrose lies. I think, I think that Montrose was lying about how he knew that security guard at the museum. Oh, Uh, of course.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
2: Okay, so we're on the same page about that situation. Because I was like, you just randomly know this man? Like, I'm like, wait, what? Was y'all in the club together? Was y'all, like, it was just, he was like, I know him from the bar, but I'm like, you live in Chicago, the bar, like, I was confused. I didn't know if I was the only one. No.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: But I think that's the fourth
0: thing that they didn't talk about, really, was identity. Mm. Um, so I think we're going to figure out Montrose's main struggle is his sexual identity. Mm-hmm. Then Christina's identity, if she can shape shift from male, to female, and then Yakima is, uh, an intersex is what they said. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, the two identities.
2: So it's
3: a lot.
0: That's the thing from this episode.
2: I think so. And I feel like in, when I listened to um, the ladies that, on the podcast, like so they had gotten kind of upset when, you know, what they thought that maybe this could be looked at as like an abuse of trans, uh, not trans people, I'm sorry, but intersex peoples. And I was like, I, I didn't take it that way just because I think Montrose's reasons for doing what he did were more to, in his warped mind, protecting his family. I think he thinks that he's really protecting them by doing all these things. Well, so,
1: you i i kind of was upset because I was looking forward to seeing more of that character because I know in that in in in, mm-hmm. in that culture in particular they um in general indigenous- indigenous uh tribes especially in native American I can't speak to everywhere but mm-hmm. they don't you know they don't see individuals who are maybe On in the LGBTQ community, whether it be um, intersex or transgender Mm -hmm. or bisexual, any of that, they don't ostracize those individuals. They actually elevate them because they feel like they have more insight into so many things because they see both sides. Like they-
2: Mm -hmm. um, Like more spiritual.
1: Yeah. They're like elevated. They're not cast out like in the Christian tradition. So I was Mm -hmm. really- looking forward to maybe seeing that perspective and then goddamn, she just got here and i'm like really so i was kind of mad like i get what they were saying because i was kind of mad about it i was looking forward uh-huh. to it. and then montrose old bitches they yeah i was just because i
0: don't see indigenous people a lot and i was like mm-hmm something that is new that we never see um their voices aren't heard mm-hmm.
3: their, you know,
0: their stories aren't elevated and so I was excited you know to see even though even what's his name even when Tick was like we can teach her English and I was like why you gotta teach her English you already know the language why are you yeah you are- <laughs> I, was I was confused
2: like, why, why I do that? <laughs> you understand her you're gonna teach them the hardest language in the world to learn English and you you can you literally can speak to this lady and nobody else can like this translate dude Tra- men make shit so fucking hard men make life so hard Marcus That's the- what
1: I'm a- Oh y'all wait to this episode when I ain't present to say
2: so. <laughs> I would have said it I'm, like, I'm taking that to the grave men make life so difficult when shit is not even that hard
3: it's like, <laughs> it's
1: not hard. It was it's like, let's, let's teach her Mandarin and how to write. <laughs> how to write. <laughs> how to write the alpha, the Chinese alphabet, <laughs> had like four hundred characters, and she so can do this by next Thursday.
3: What? Lord help. Uh,
2: Lord help.
1: Did they explain why he was able to understand her? No. Why
2: he understands it? They didn't explain it, but I just I chalk it up to his bloodline being with Titus.
3: Okay.
2: And the, and the fact that that where they were in the whole of that ship was clearly magic happening. So maybe when he, when he, when his blood opened the door, then it just kind of opened it up for him to understand her. Cause I was just like on the bottom of my screen, I, I was getting mad because they didn't even translate on the bottom of the screen of the TV, and I had my closed captioning on. I was like, "Wait a minute, guys! I need to be in. The, I need to be in the mix." <laughs> what, are, what are you saying? All right. But now it, it makes sense. I'm like, I get it now. I was like, I want to know what's happening. So um, then, I think the only other lie that I wanted to still call out was the Cruise lie to Hippolyta about how George died. Because I still, I think that that she's clearly in this episode. She's showing she ain't letting that shit go. Like that's a wrap. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to find out what happened to my damn husband because I love him and he gone now. You tell me what happened, guys. Okay. So that was all. But yeah, I didn't think about lies and like identity. Um, And those are the three that I had uh, out of this episode. So we kick it off with Matros burning drunk as a skunk, you know, clearly having all these voices in his head, kind of talking through things um and he's he's read the uh the bylaws that george gave him and he's memorized them clearly and then burnt them in his house uh, while he's drinking and then he says it smells like tulsa and i was like please don't take me back to tulsa y'all i don't like, like, I'm, I, I, I'm, okay. know I'm, mimi.
0: mimi already said she's tired of tulsa here
3: we go oh uh,
1: yeah i can't I, I, and you know no disrespect but i'm just like
2: I can't yeah that's yeah. That's enough of Tulsa right now. <laughs> yeah. We we just need I, I just I left I just I just want to make sure I call that out so that we they keep making those connections every episode. But I'm just like I just after Watchmen, I just need a little bit of a break. Like I, I just I emotionally can't go back there. And
1: right also, now Tulsa was not the only mass murder in history. Like like we can visit Elaine, Arkansas, we can visit yeah. Rosewood. Let's, right. let's bring this attention to other places because Tulsa was
3: mm-hmm.
1: certainly
2: not the only one.
3: So
2: yeah. But that may be the show writer's um nod to Watchmen as well. And or the other...
1: that was in the book because I didn't read the book. Um okay. it, it may be straight from the book, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. All I
0: know is that these Freemen they mm-hmm. have speed reading and reading comprehension on a lock. Cause I was like I don't know how they read these books so fast and how they can comprehend mm-hmm. so fast. I'm like, Montrose was drunk- mm-hmm. and understood that it was that something about this book was meaningful and could remember and knew everything.
2: So yes, yeah. the Freeman brain mm-hmm. they're brilliant they're, I mean they're brilliant, they're brilliant. Um, and then so the next we see with this, and when I tell you, I was so tickled when uh, we see Christina rolling down the street in the in the silver magic car. So, mm-hmm. Bitch Better Have My Money by Rihanna. Y'all, when I tell you, I was <laughs> ass on the floor. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, and in the way she was driving, she was just like, she didn't give a shit. She was just like, like, I really realized, I was like, I think this lady's really listening to this song. <laughs> uh-huh. like,
1: well, when they zoomed, when they um, when she parked the car in front of the house, uh-huh. um. And the audio kind of shifted. It it did sound like she was listening to the song. I was like, I know it's not real. But it kind of sounds like you are listening to Rihanna in the car. But that bitch drive like I drive. I, I, you know, I know Christina is <laughs> going the asshole at the end. But so far, I like Christina. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you, know,
1: you know. I, I yeah. like Christina better than I like the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually do like Christina better than I like Tick.
2: I like Christina just because I feel like she she just says it how it is. You know that you know this bitch got an alternative, but like like you are, we, we know it, we got you, boo. Right. We just do you. Right. Uh so she pulled up to Lady's house. Uh then you see like they, they wrote black on, you know, I'm like, yeah, that was Ra- again racist y'all are just like the laziest racist like you got some white chalk and roll black on the pavement and then poked to the house and then uh, somebody posted a picture like side by side of like a re of something that happened in reality um with the picture versus what people did in the show and i'm just like racist come on guys white supremacists. give me a break mm-hmm. um so she tries she walks into the house um, excuse me, and she tries to enter the house. So Lady's like, you know, what the hell are you doing at my house? I love the way Lady be talking to, to the colonizers too. And she's like, what, what you what do you what you want? Why are you here? And then she basically was like, Well, you aren't you gonna invite me in? And she like walks and then bounces off the door. And we see the blood that the priestess, the last episode, when she came to exercise Hiram from the house, she's already warded that house. So it's not even warded with the sons of Adam's um wards it was the blood that the priestess put on the door which I love that I'm like so now you have extra we got extra uh wards to keep these crazy ass people of this house I like that. that's how
0: she knew that maybe Hiram was gone because she couldn't get in so I was like because she couldn't get in maybe that was also a clue that Hiram's ghost was
2: exercised from the house I had that question marks. I, I had I I called that out. I was going to ask y'all, how did she know that Hiram was exercised? Cuz I I don't know. I don't think that would have told her just by having some blood on the door. Right. Because but, or the fact that she couldn't get in.
1: But um because the blood on the door didn't even that mm-hmm. wasn't what got rid of Hiram either. I mean, mm-hmm. technically he still could have been there. She just couldn't
2: get in cuz of the blood on the
3: door. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't maybe know. Huh. Maybe she had a, a mole or something in the house. I don't know i don't know this episode leaves
1: a lot of questions but you know go ahead Mm -hmm.
2: it might answer just as many questions
1: as it it (laughs) open
3: right
0: (laughs) yeah i just thought because they did an exorcism and cast out all the demons and spirits that it cast out the uh, witchcraftery um or whatever so that's why she couldn't get in
2: but then william gets in later so maybe i was wrong i don't know yeah so we see, um, so Christina bounces out the door and she's, you know, like, okay, I heard, you know, exercise Hiram's spirit out of the house, you know, but I came to, and she was like, I came to talk to Hiram. I'm like, but you can't talk to Hiram when he's gone, so you can't talk to him, so move on with your life. And I was like, how are you, it, that's, I don't want, like, how are you talking to these ghosts? Like all this stuff. Well, my so, is,
1: I'm sorry, why did, yeah, I, yeah, I had some confusion because I'm like, what mm-hmm. prevented her from talking to Hiram before now? I don't. I feel, I don't
2: know. I think maybe, I think, I think maybe be, when her dad was alive, only thing I could think of is when her dad was alive, he kind of kept the rules. Cause you remember when she goes, when they bring her into the police, uh, talks to the police chief, he was like, why are you in my city? So maybe the rules were, if you were, if you are a member of one lodge, maybe you don't come into the city of another lodge without asking permission or something. I don't know.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. I thought he was saying that cause she was a woman. And I think they know her
3: yeah, th- they don't like Christina.
0: Yeah, they don't like Christina and she's a woman and I think they probably know she's got some power or something. I thought that's why he was asking
2: her why. hmm She was in the city. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. We gotta put that on the back burner because we gotta we that hopefully the show will tell us those uh, that question because I, I don't know. I don't know. Then she was like, She was here for Hiram's Ori and that was the the solar system that um the time uh, machine. Huh? The time machine. Yes, the time machine. And uh so it's a model of a solar system with two um suns in it. So it's not our solar system, clearly, but a solar system. She was like, Well, I'm here to get it. And she was like, Well, I don't know where that is, I ain't got that. And I'm like, so how did Hippolyta sneak that out the house? I was like, I know there was a exactly. lot going on, but it seemed kind of hefty. <laughs> I mean, on top of everything else, Hippolita is a thief. <laughs> Listen, Listen, people, I know that they keep it secret Hippolata gotta she gotta, crack I mean, the she gotta do what she it, gotta do she straight up rolled up in lady house in a
1: random room saw some stuff and just left with it and didn't tell what? nobody on top of everything else you're just a thief Hippolyta. i just don't know do we she like
3: straight <laughs> i like, like Hippolata?
1: Hippolata, but I need her to stay in her lane for a minute it's too much shit, okay. to go on, and i just need yeah to off for a minute damn <laughs> Calm down, here, Like I'm feeling like tick right now. Like tick. Like damn, can you stand your way for me? I gotta save everybody, and you too. You're stealing time machines. Just chill out. Let me figure out one thing at a time.
2: Damn, one thing at a time. So we know that this is the key. The Ori is the key to wh- whatever Hira's time machine was. So hopefully, we go. We, you know, I think I. I was like, I think she's a time traveler, but now it makes sense. Like if she uses, if she figures this thing out. So then we uh, take it. We cut over to Hippolyta. We see that she has the ori like just, and it's just all out and about. I'm like, bitch, if you done stole this from somebody's house, wouldn't you just put it upstairs or something? Like maybe in the basement or I don't know. Like I just don't feel like putting it in the middle of the workshop is the best hiding place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she a real OG. She a real thug up here. She don't, don't
1: give, a give a shit. shit. She don't give a shit. She all like, right. yeah, I got your ori and what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna call my dad ask him what next. Explain
0: the two sons are <laughs> eclipsing. Maybe it's not an eclipse.
2: Like, yep. daddy, help me. They were trying to crack the case. And so Hippolyta is clearly very well versed in astrology. She was talking to her dad and he was uh, telling her, you know, what I liked about it um, is when he, he made reference again to, he was like, well, it sounds a lot like the comic book D's been drawing. And that seems to keep coming back up. So I'm like, is D magic too? Because it seemed like it is a lot of. There's a lot going back to D in that comic book that she's been making because her mom was, you know, on the cover. She was the superhero.
1: I, I think so, um. D is, and in the book, D is a boy, I believe.
2: Okay, okay. Um, then she's, you know, she's talking to somebody else in the, um, the another guy that's in the workshop, and she's like, "Man, I this is, you know, it's, this is what this is. It's a solar system, but I just can't figure out how to unlock it." He was like, "Well, once you find the key, you'll unlock it." So now we know him a lot of is now on the scooby-doo team looking for the key to the to the ori
1: and uh, also i want to take this moment because one of our listeners had sent me some information that Hippolyta mm-hmm. is, you know actually um from greek mythology um and was like um queen of the amazons because she's in the justice league or something but i did not see that movie or is mentioned in the <laughs> justice league so I was like, oh, okay. So uh shout yeah. out to Marquisha for forwarding that information to me because I, I felt like it was an important name. Mm-hmm. I did not because you just don't come up with a name like Hippolyta. Like Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, you pulled that from
2: somewhere.
1: Right. So I was like, okay, so I gotta research that further to see if there are any Easter eggs there about what that could mean later in this comic book. I don't know. Yeah. Love well
0: it. thank you, um listener. Yeah. Yes sending us
2: information I'm so glad we have people listening and yeah. engaged and you and just a side note to all my friends who watch the show because I tell them to and then they call me to ask me questions about the show and I say listen to the damn podcast because I'm telling you to answer the question of the show that's what this I do every week this is my every week for like 10, 10 of my friends they're like girl we love this show thank you for I got all these questions I'm like listen to our podcast I, talk, I literally post it everywhere we all oh,
3: everywhere. Right,
2: <laughs> and everybody's like, "Thank you for recommending the show," but I have, I'm like, "No, no, 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 stop, stop! <laughs> Get, right. Give me your accents right now. Let me send this to you." Right. <laughs> uh, so shout out to, to shout out to all our listeners who have questions, and thank you for the help a lot because I I had not researched her name. Yeah. Um. So then we had we see now I feel like now every scene Letty just storms into scenes. Now she just like. She just comes in and just like ready to rock and roll. Cause now she's alive. She's not a virgin anymore. She right. exercise demons. I'm like, she is really ready to take on the world. I feel she's a superhero. Where I thought that Tick was the hero of this story, I'm now realigning that to Letty is, I believe, might be the hero to the story.
3: Right, I believe. She, so yeah. she, mm-hmm. like yeah. I was
1: gonna say, she comes into every scene like she just took one shot of whiskey real quick, and then she walks into a room. Cause she just has mm-hmm. this flow about her and this, I don't know, like
2: hair bouncing up and down, yeah. like be a, she'd be in a she be in a cute ass outfit. I'm like, Yeah, what in the world? What's happening? Anyway, I love it. <laughs> He's doing a great job. We are all in love with her.
0: That was so funny when she walked in there and that little boy was like, shh. <laughs> wow.
2: He was my favorite character in the whole show. I was like, where this little boy? We didn't need the little boy to be a part of this, like like every episode, just shushing him and being like, shut up, because I try to read. So wow. <laughs> They go to the, and I, I guess I did not think that there were separate libraries for people. I did not know there were color libraries and white libraries. Like, really? We got to do double book? Like, calm down, all that. Um, so they're on the South Side Library for Colored People. What the fuck? Right. That, that made yes, me dirty. But that was a lot of the issue then is that
0: there were separate libraries, but the libraries didn't have the same books and materials. Right. So that's still part of the issue
2: yeah okay so that and i think i was like why would they show her you know kind of like when she walked in and tick wasn't there and then she you know she kind of comes back around real quick i was like this library must be really tiny because they just can't it back around but that it makes sense of what you're saying it wasn't there wasn't it wasn't stopped very well um so then we see this uh, little boy who is reading journey to the center of the earth mm-hmm. and he's he's trying he's just trying to read he you know tick is at his table Tick being, you know, mad at like usual and little boy is trying to read. He just keeps shushing them and that shit was so fucking funny. And uh shout out to the portrait of W.E.B. Du Bois on the wall. I thought that was really beautiful.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So, you know, lady storms in cause she, you know, I feel like she just goes everywhere with purpose now and intention. <laughs> and I like that. So she comes in and she's basically confronting Tick. Like, you know, you were just, you tried, Christina told her like that Uh, she, that Tick tried to shoot her. So she's basically confronting him about all these things that he's keeping from her. She's making, he's making her seem like, you know, not a part of the team. She's like, no, I am part of the team. I'm going through this with you. And then she was like, so you were just going to basically solve this and do all and kill her and then leave me. Like that's so fucked up. Like you were just going to abandon me and go back to Florida. So I was like, you didn't have to do that. Like, you don't, don't do that. Like, don't don't,
3: please. (laughs) Tick don't
1: deserve lady. You know what I'm saying? Tick don't deserve a lady. I need Letty to go find her some other fine dude that's uh-huh. gonna value her. And it ain't yeah. that other dude that's somebody about I got three legs. Cause I don't like three Seymour,
2: he- Seymour need to go somewhere with all that foot. He leave Seymour ass in, in Boston. I got three legs. Oh like, oh. shut up. You sound so stupid right now. Right. Um, so she uh finds out Christina, you know, told her that she, you know, she realized that. She bought her the house. It wasn't money from her mom. That was um, the, her mom's estate. So she was just, you know, really kind of going in on him. Like, why, you know, why are you basically treating me like I'm outside? And then she says, you know, you are sitting here doing all this work where your dad has already probably done all this research. So you sitting here at the library, look like a dum-dum going through all these books, doing all this research. We're not clear. Your dad has already done it. And at the, when she storms back out of the library, he starts opening the book. And then you see on uh, yeah. the little, uh, Montrose name. I'm like, you didn't think to, the, if I'm doing major research about like a secret cult. I'm first going to look at who else checked out the fucking book. Listen to the women in your lives, men. Hello. What did I say? Men make things so much harder than what it have to be. I know, right? <laughs> How did he, that man
0: ended up in Boston anyway? Like, yeah, he was, but they came to chicago looking for him they mm-hmm. had been there for a while
3: mm-hmm.
0: what what made him think oh yeah i'm the only one i'm fresh on the tail no no
2: you're not you no. you're not calm down I, I mean i think we've already seen that tick has left this woman in korea so him leaving letty i don't think would be a big stretch i don't think like like i think that's his mo you know unfortunately so then we head to the bar and I put in my notes, why is, why the hell is Seymour always everywhere? So we find out Tree <laughs> is Seymour, but he just be everywhere. I'm like, how can, how is it? Like, are you a ghost? Maybe Seymour is a ghost.
1: <laughs> He's Like a damn Visa card. He everywhere I'm trying to be, you know, is it Visa?
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. But he
2: is as tall as the everywhere. So, um... How do you invite
0: yourself on the trip, though? How do you just invite yourself? And then... you know shit like that. They just dropped you off in Philly. Isn't that what they said he was going? I was like, you and Boston
2: <laughs> with them. Man, it's, so confused. It's a lot. It's a lot about this trip that I'm just like, what? Okay. What well, is happening? So... Uh, uh, they go in, Tick goes in to see his, uh, Letty and his dad at the bar, and they're basically talking to Montrose. And Montrose is being, you know, just a regular old Montrose and being very rude and nasty, being still using abusive language. And he lets it slip that there are 34 lodges. And Tick was like, Wait a minute, how do you know there are 34 lodges? And he was like, Oh, I don't know. I, that's it, that's it. I don't know about it. So he's kind of, you know, starting, the facade is starting to crack, and he's basically like, there is nothing that you can do to win this game, basically. Like, this this woman has set this up for you to lose. So if you think you're going to come in here and save the day, it's not going to happen. She's already rigged the game. Um, he was like, you know, basically, where did I go wrong? You know, where did I go wrong with you, boy? And I'm like, maybe abusing him? Maybe it's where you went wrong? I don't know. All right. Let's work on that. Like, you're te- you're a terrible dad. That's probably the fucking reason why, yeah, you're horrible. You're terrible. He went to the military to get away from you. Like, that's
3: fucked up. That that's yeah. how
1: bad you were.
2: <laughs> like, that's how terrible you I are. I would
1: rather I would rather risk my life and die on foreign soil than to deal All with right.
2: your yeah. ass. See you later, alligator. But he so did it. have a point. The game is rigged. The game is rigged. Yes, I, th- he did have a point, and I feel like still in his strange warped mind, he thinks that what he's doing and saying is protecting his family, but it's not. Like you, literally, are just driving them to it even more um so then of course tip gets up he runs he walks out he's upset and a uh, lady basically is like you know are you you need to help us like you need to stop acting like an asshole help us you you already know we, i know you know everything basically she she called him on his shit from the very beginning right and i love that um so she he was like well do you have family in boston cuz that's where that's where we're going to find the vault like we got to go to boston and i'm just like okay here we go now we're on the head. almost headed to the road trip but it was just it was just bizarre. i just I felt that scene was that scene to me was kind of strange because I was getting more irritated at like, why is Montrose? I felt like you like, why is Montrose here? Can we just kill his character and bring back George the ghost? <laughs> it um, was yeah, much. so much cooler
1: mm-hmm. the yeah George yeah i am getting the feeling that neither george or or Montrose is T's dad, but that's just me we'll We'll find that out at the end, oh, love oh, it.
2: Mm, Dora was really exploring the dicks. <laughs> Dora, the explorer of dicks. I ain't mad at Dora, though. Uh, so, <laughs> the <next> scene, <laughs> so the next scene, we see uh, Christina. She's out there playing with these kids. And like we mentioned a little bit earlier, it was just a weird scene. Like she seems like, the little boy was like, you don't know how to play hide and seek. And she was like, I've never played before. So I, I do think maybe she would just been held up in that house. Maybe her dad just kept her there and yeah. stuck fucked up Hogwarts. You know, like I don't know. It was just she was she was having the time of her life.
0: Like she, she was, was really attracted tw- <laughs> reminding me old. of like Michael Jackson. I said, Is this was this Michael Jackson's problem? with <laughs> <laughs> uh, the children, didn't
2: have a childhood. Yeah, she was just happy to be out out the car, I guess. <laughs> she was having an amazing time. <laughs> Listen. She ain't got no house to go back to. It's, it's rubble. So I guess she just happened to be out the bell. Right. <laughs> um, so we see that these two police are there and they pick her up and they say, you know, they basically take her in and they, they, they don't go to a police station, but they go to a lodge. And we go into the room and we see that it's Captain Lancaster. And we remember from the last episode, he was the one that helped hiram um get the black people that he experimented on and murdered in the house and the also the person that told letty about the house and abused her in the back of that police vehicle right so we already know he's a bad guy but now it's confirmed i didn't realize that that he was attached to one of the lodges for the sons of adam that's that's the part i didn't get until right now so when uh she walks in and he basically is calling her all kind of names and Asking her why is she there and that she needs to go and she just shouldn't be in the city. So he's just irritated that she's there. Period. My question is: so does he know that she helped helped kill her dad? I don't know, but she
1: before he got into all that, she walked over to the closet and somebody was like locked inside.
2: Who the Yeah, we don't know who was locked inside the closet. We don't know.
1: It damn so ain't R. Kelly. I
2: don't know who the fuck it is. Like, what is happening? And, and, and he knew like, okay, so you're here for the Ori, you know, you're trying to unlock Hiram's time machine. And, like, they just knew all these things. And I'm just like, so have all, the, the it's everybody just looking at Christina now. Like, that's my thing. I'm like, this, I, I guess I know they have phones, but shit, they ain't got the internet. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> they got Rihanna shit. Oh,
3: <laughs> like
2: <he said>,
1: <laughs> uh, but she said, and, and I, I didn't. I couldn't understand this. Like when she mm-hmm. said, "How did you let I hear a black some black people in there in there now?" Mm-hmm. How did that happen? She was just fucking with him, right? Like
2: yeah, I, she was fucking okay. with him.
1: I yeah. was
0: like, "What?" Yeah. So yeah, She was trying to play the role. She has to play both
2: sides.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and because my thing is like now everybody knows. Like everybody's looking for the pages. Everybody's looking for now. Needs to ori. So, and my question was could was the captain even kept out of the house because I'm like, couldn't you just go on in and got that and look for the stuff and look for the Ori as well so i I don't know, I guess that that might be explained later, but it just seems like everybody seemed to know that Christina is on the shady shady boot side and maybe killed her whole family or whatever, but the Ori was kept
0: in that mystical room that mm-hmm. was locked. I think it was locked and because mm-hmm. when Hippolyta even went up there, it looked like it opened up just for her, Mhm. So I he maybe he knew of the Ori, but he mm-hmm. maybe knows he can't get access to it. Mm. And
1: so maybe nobody could go in there prior to this is what I I'm not understanding. Nobody could go in there prior to Letty and them going in there. Is
2: that is that what we're to get? That's that's what I'm that's what I assume from it because I'm like, y'all sitting up here. Acting like nobody—that's I'm like y'all could have just went in. The house clearly yeah. was sitting empty. It was a ghost house, right? Yeah. The house was messed so up. So maybe, a baby house. it was haunted. Yeah, it was literally, literally
0: a ghost house. Well, was I mean, it had eight dead black people in there haunting it,
2: and then yeah. so probably Hiram maybe could just kept them all out. That might that may have been since he was since he was kicked out of the order. He was just like, "You're not coming in this house. Nobody can come in here. I'm gonna do what I need to do." So, and I just feel like now, now that the more I think about it, Hiram was, I think Hiram was the one that put that Ori on that table for uh, Hippolyta to take. I think he was the one, I think he, his ghost, cause he was clearly in that house as an uh, evil spirit, but maybe he's put, all, he's the one that starting to put all this stuff into, into motion.
1: Yeah. So my question is like, so were the black ghosts keeping everybody out? Like, because they don't really mention it. I mean, mm-hmm. they mention Hiram, but they don't really mention, like, okay, we couldn't get in here because the Black people was, like, keeping us out. Yeah. I don't
2: really I think know. it was all Hiram. I think it was all Hiram. So why would Hiram be trying to keep them out? Because Hiram was, he was hiding the, or he was hiding the Ori, because clearly he didn't want the Lodge. The Lodge had already put him out, right? He had been ostracized. He was just right. working with Lancaster. So I feel like Hiram was the one that was hiding all this. He was the one that wanted to get the pages so he could do what he needed to do. So he warded the house to keep them out of there is what I think. Okay. Well, I don't know. I
0: think all of
1: those spirits in there doing all mm-hmm. kind of stuff.
2: Shenanigans, spirit shenanigans. I think that, that that is not clear. Right. I just don't think that's mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. It, it may, and it may never be clear. We may never find out unless we read the book. I mm-hmm. think that that'll probably be the uh, explanation. Uh, so then we cut to like the road trip scene. So we see, you know, uh, D and Hippolyta have now um, invited themselves to go to Boston to go to the museum. Uh, they're using Woody. So she was like, you know, I'm just gonna hop in my husband's car and then we're just going to stay at the house.
3: So I got, then. I'm
2: sorry, I got one. I got, yeah, I got so many
1: questions about this trip. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I'll just ignore it for, for time's sake. But I'm just like, so y'all just. I know you pissed off that they didn't meet you back at the meeting place in two hours. Did you just dip out on them? What, ha- what happened? happened? To... You just leave everybody. What happened? Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. How they it back in Chicago? Because D said
0: we'll get to it, but D said, "How did they? How are they back in Chicago already?" Like I think I know, have.
2: I think like, I have. I think I know how but to get back. The
0: elevator, in the elevator yeah. was the same, but yeah. um, but even a okay. trip even at the beginning of the trip. I said, first of all, Hippolyte won't stay her ass at home. George mm-hmm. told her before he died, I don't want you going out on the road. You can't go. She is hell bit. I'm going out on
2: this road mm-hmm. in hoodie. And then Tree, he just invited himself. He literally just walked up and was like, I heard y'all was going. I'm like, from who? <laughs> I'm looking back. I'm, looking, I'm in my living room looking back like, who the hell? What did you hear Like, I didn't invite him. Nobody invited him. I don't you know. know you know what? But you know what? If Montrose and Sammy really are, you know, friends, friends, then maybe Sammy uh, at the bar told Seymour. Maybe, yeah, that's a possibility. Um. So then, so they hop in the car. So now you got everybody. Seymour them popped in the car. They going to Boston. Uh. Then we we see uh Ruby and I'm not a huge fan of Ruby's character, unfortunately. And maybe in the book it's a little I bit better. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. And, and she may, they're, they're developing her. So maybe it's going to change, but she, you know, wants to be uh, working at Marshall Fields, the, the department store. So she goes to, you know, drop her resume or her application off and with her resume and she sees another black woman has now gotten a job and she just is crushed. And I was just like, I, and it may just be me. I was like, I get that you wanted to be the first black lady to work at the department store, but is it, is it so terrible that another black woman got that, opportunity like I don't, is it- I don't think that it's that
1: she wanted to be the first i think it's that she knows she can't get that job anymore like because she knows yeah. that they will only hire one of us mm-hmm. and so since she went, wasn't the one that they picked that job is over with like she she can't get in that department store anymore and oh. then to add I'm not going to say to add insult to injury, but it's like the lady mm-hmm. was kind of like dark skin, just like her. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like she, she couldn't even be like, oh, OK, well, they hired you because you light bright. Like, yeah, I hurt yeah. her more because she was like, shit, I actually had a shot at this. Like this this yeah. is dark. She's not light skinned. You know, I had a chance at this and fucking around with Letty. I, I blew the one shot I had at this. Yeah, but not like they're gonna
3: hire I two or three of us. I
0: couldn't understand though, even when she said that, I was like, How is this Letty's fault? You mentioned yeah. applying to the department store when Letty came back from the block party. It's yeah. been at least a month or something by now. This is not all Letty's fault. So stop blaming other people for your trials and tribulations. Some of this stuff you have brought upon yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: oh, you know, William, when they meet up, does tell her, Well, I mean, you can still apply, like apply. Yeah. I was like, I was like <laughs> well,
1: I think they're really
3: true
1: you don't know how long this lady going to be there. Well, there <laughs> was a, in one of the episodes where Letty, um, something happened and Letty does delay her
2: on that, but I, um, I forget what it was, but uh, it, I, it was with I thought me. she could just go ahead and just drop your resume off, lady. Just drop your resume <laughs> off. Calm down. I just, uh, she's not my favorite character and it just may be, I don't, and I don't, I know that she, uh, is not, she doesn't have an American accent so, like, I, th- I feel like her American accent's not that great. That's throwing me off a little bit. So, um, it's throwing my ear off a little bit. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll get better. Um, now, we finally make it to the museum with a car full of everybody in uh, Woody. Um, Dee and Hippolyta decide to go to the, uh, the exhibit called The Light of the Universe, where they it's kind of like the planetarium. You have, uh, they say, we'll see you in three hours. <laughs> Excuse me. Montrose has made a deal with the security guard to get back in that night and I'm like he says oh I, I know him from the bar or whatever I was like oh, okay yeah all right let me cross, cross your fingers so I don't think that's true um then we see that uh we have Tick and Letty walking around and Seymour who I just feel like Seymour is just the bully of the story it was Tick's bully and he's a liar clearly we find out Letty confronts him and you know clearly Tick has told her that uh, he he told me that you had sex with him in high school, and that's not true. So she confronts him about it, and he, you know, is like, oh yeah, whatever, lies. So we know that right now, Seymour Seymour Butts is a liar, and he is calls him, He thinks his, his dick is big as a tree. Like I can't, it's too much. All right. it's too much. So Letty and uh and mom Ma- and um Tick started walking around to the exhibits. And we find out that this is a museum that a lot of the exhibits are dedicated to Titus. And Titus was on their board of directors for many years. And during that time, the museum underwent certain renovations, they said. So I, we feel like that's when they installed the vaults, because we're all looking for this vault that, uh, that the pages are going to be in. So we see um, uh, they're kind of walking around. The docent at the museum, and this is what I... What pulled out that co- that colonizer comment earlier was she was like, oh, you know, t- this you see all these beautiful artifacts from these tribes, and the docent says, you know, they these were gifts given to Titus by the tribes for him helping them to be more civilized. I was like,
1: I was looking for <laughs> Pimaonga to roll up through there. You look for who? <laughs> Pimaonga to roll up through there. <laughs> <laughs> everybody- said, Titus Christopher
2: Columbus. <laughs> Christopher Columbus, yeah. I mean, they made him look like Christopher Columbus on top of that statue. I mean, he looked like Columbus. So I was like, y'all, Titus need to calm all the way down. Um, so then we uh, they cut to Hippolyta and Dee go to the planetarium. And Hippolyta points out that she named one of the comets um, Hera's, Hera's chariot. And unfortunately, she didn't get the credit for it because she was a little Black girl. And the credit went to a white girl of one of um, of, uh, the society's uh, nieces or something like that. And I research um, um, Hera was in the Greek and Roman mythology. She was Zeus's sister and wife, and she was the protector of women and the protector of women in marriage. So she had a chariot that she was, um, that was pulled by peacocks. So it was really kind of interesting that now she named her own comet, uh, and, after the, the Greek god of women and children and families and married women. So I'm hoping that, uh, that Hera watches over Hippolyta as she kind of does whatever she does throughout this story. And I think I wanted to call out the fact that now Hippolata tells her, you know, tells Dee, you know, Dee's upset. She was like, uh, mama, why didn't you fight? So, you know, let that be your name. And she's like, well, we know the truth. So the truth is what it is and we know it. So I feel like truth is such a core value to Hippolyta, even though she stole the Ori from, uh, from the house. But she, I feel like that's something that we do. She's really going after the truth in whatever, whatever way that her husband had passed away. So the, um, the, um, so we kind of see them c- cut back over to uh, the security guard, and then you see him and Montrose kind of shake hands, and Tick's kind of looking, you know, looking at what's happening, and it kind of uh, Tick and Seymour are there, and Seymour says, you know, it seems like yeah, Montrose spends a lot of time at the bar, you know, with Sammy, and he makes an inference that Sammy and Montrose maybe have a relationship or that there's something else going on, um, and it Tick just kind of looks at him and he's like okay whatever and then when you cut over to the security guard and Montrose is like shaking his hand and kind of dapping him up and I'm like oh okay did you skip him a job? like I was like oh no how did you get the access to the- to the-? <laughs> uh, I, I,
1: I was thinking he had that hookup before they drove 15 hours to Boston
2: uh, then we kind of cut back quickly to Chicago for a quick scene where we find out that Christina is William they are not brothers. They are not lovers. They are the same human person. But she is, of course, a very powerful sorcerer or sorceress or a witch or whatever you want to call her. And she is now glamour herself. And she like goes and beats up those two guys in the car. And I was like, OK, that's cool. You look very cute. Then we, get, <laughs> <laughs> then we get to what I call that. Like, that's what you said, the night at the museum. I was like, OK, now we into the night at the museum. Goonies shenanigans. Wow. So we cut back to the crew, and uh, they're they're back in the museum in the night at night, and you see um, Chick is kind of looking at the statue of Titus, and underneath, I I didn't see until my third uh, watch of the episode that there was a symbol kind of etched into the bottom. Did y'all see that? It looked like kind of the symbols that were etched on the side of the house and on the rooms. That's kind of the statue. Uh, on the bottom of the statue where like you saw that elegant in front of it and that's when I saw like it was almost you could it's almost looked like somebody scratched it in there but it was looked like the symbol that was blocking you know how they did on the doors where they couldn't go through the barriers that's what it looked like so I was like okay so he's kind of seeing what's going on and then Montrose not that's my uh that's when I thought like Montrose knows so much more than what he's letting on because he tells them to shut their flashlights off he looks up at the sky and it's a moon and it's like the moon bouncing off of things and that that guy so that was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade or the was it Last Crusade or Raiders? I never saw it, but it just seemed like I think that yeah. might have Raiders. Raiders, yeah, Raiders when they were I down. In the-
1: I think I watched Raiders more than I watched any of the other ones. So that's
2: okay. what I'm saying is that when I don't know. Okay. I think it's, I think it is Raiders. My favorite is Temple of Doom. So I was like, I don't know which one, which was happening. So they find out, he tells them to shut the flashlights off and they find out how to open the door to, uh, to the tunnel. And, um, once they open the door and then there's this kind of rope that's hanging down and you have to climb down and then you drop at the bottom. So chick of course goes first and he drops down and he's kind of reading and seeing what's going on. He doesn't want them to come down. He wants them to stay at the top like like dude y'all are here they came with you to help you. Like we're gonna do this together as a team. So then uh Letty
1: huh? yeah, Lady was just like fuck that shit. He was like Liddy wait Let it Letty like fuck that yeah I come Yeah, come <laughs>
0: yeah he like <laughs> it. And you would think that him being in the military, he understands the importance of having a unit. Someone mm-hmm. has got your six, you would think he'd understand
2: it, but he doesn't. But I, I think, you know what, I think, it's be, but also being in the military, you're supposed to follow orders. And I think he thinks that they're his soldiers. And they're not. They're his family and friends. Like They're I, not going to follow your orders every time.
1: I get his frustration, but he's just an asshole in the way that he goes. Like, yeah, he obviously cares for lady and i just feel like he doesn't want he does not want her involved because this is just one other person he has to save yeah it goes bad and his he doesn't trust his dad so he's resentful kind of, of both of them being there period yeah um, but she died already
3: so
0: what are you she died already what are you afraid he, of
1: he doesn't he's want like, like i think that <laughs> her dying her dying again her dying forever this time <laughs>
2: Yeah, thank you. He don't know how to bring her back. At yeah, this time they not gonna me. be brought back. All right. So so lady like she was like, shit, I'm about to figure this out. She bust the window and take the map of Titus's journeys or yeah. uh, voyages. And then she just shimmy on down that rope. And then uh here comes uh Montreal yeah, that shit was so funny. He was like, Jesus, shit, he was just cussing all <laughs> the way down the road. <laughs> I was like, uh, old at the time. He was saying like, it cracked me up. I know. So uh, they get down to the bottom and they see three tunnels and then Tick says, this is some journey to the center of the earth type shit. And that was the same book that the little boy was reading in the library. Right. Um, so that was a book by uh, Jules Verne, um, a French writer about people, about explorers that went through tunnels um, in volcanoes to get to the center of the earth and they were splitting back out. So that was a cool reference um, and a book that I actually have read before, not unlike Count of Monte Cristo still. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's three tunnels in the bottom and they're kind of going back and forth and Montrose is like, you know, we got to figure out which tunnel to go through. He, Letty, and Tick all have three ideas of which tunnel they should take Um, and they end up, Montrose says, you know, Titus's last journey was to the Caribbean. It was to Guyana and if that's the case, then that would mean that we would need to go westbound and they were like, oh, okay, well, that kind of sort of makes sense. How do you even know that? He says, I read it in a book. What do you think? And I'm like, guys, this man knows everything. Like, let's crack his head open and we're just going to get all the information. He's really pissing me off right now. Just fucking tell us what you know, asshole. We'll give you some alcohol. Like, I would bribe him at that point. I was
1: just listening, <laughs> listening to the three of them argue right here. Like, this is the worst escape room combination ever.
3: Y'all would was- <laughs> room
2: terrible team building exercise (laughs) like they had some state they're gonna be in in the escape room forever right um so then letty's like no you know um the first renovations were done on the museum in 1810 that's three years before he uh i'm sorry three years after he started the sons of adam so shouldn't we go to the north tunnel and that just brought, in my mind, I think of like the North Star and how uh, slaves use a North Star to navigate. People use a North Star on the sea to navigate themselves um, when you use astrology on the ocean. And uh, so I just, ended in the North Star, like when you talk about Christianity and um, the, the story of uh, baby Jesus. So they took the North Tunnel. So I didn't know how many times, but that just automatically made me think of a couple of things. Um, then, so they're decided to take the North tunnel and Tick is just so outdone. He was like, okay, let's go. And I was like, dude, just come on. Just cause it's a lady idea. Don't mean it's wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this made me think
1: that the, or the way that Tick phrased it, um, or framed it, it made me think that you could reach the same destination with either tunnel, but one, mm-hmm. one tunnel might have been a more ardu- arduous journey than the other. So yeah. I was kind of like, when they were like, let's go to another tunnel. I was like, maybe y'all should, because this plank shit don't look.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> was bad. I, guess. It's a <laughs> <Yeah. thing.
3: laughs>
0: I, I was like, all of these tunnels going to lead you to the same place. Mm-hmm. It's just what you're going to encounter getting there. Yeah. All the different steps. You know?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so then it kind of cuts back, and I'll do the scene pretty quickly. So we see that. I call him, I'm going to call him William slash Christina meets Ruby at the bar and, and it's, Ruby's singing and people aren't really feeling her song and I wasn't really feeling it so she was like rude to like well, fuck you and I was like your song sucked. I'm sorry Nick calm down lady. You don't like any of Ruby's songs. I you don't. Don't like- <laughs> I am a Ruby hater. I have to work on this. I'm not going to be a Ruby She's hater. She's having a bad know. day She's having a bad day <laughs> She's having a bad, a bad four episodes I'm sorry so Ruby's kind of, you know, she's down in the dumps and uh she's at the bar and she meets William. He's buying her drinks and she was like, I already know how this goes. You just a white man that wants to, you know, basically fuck a black woman. Like, move on with your life. You're trying to promise me the world. And he was like, But I can actually give you the world. And I was like, Ooh, we, I like that. I like the sound of that. Let's <laughs> 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 think about that one. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, and Ruby, you looking at him like you Ooh. ain't too opposed to the proposition. Listen. Like, uh, <laughs> Stop playing was she was, but she was side like, he was a piece of, like a, a good piece of chicken. I was like, okay. Then, right. <laughs> um, so they're talking and Ruby's like, yeah, my little sister, Letty. And so now, you know, it's confirmed that, you know, Christina slash William really is targeting Ruby to get to Letty and probably get into, to get into the house, um, to do what she needs to do. And so they ended up going back to. I don't think that they were at Letty's house. I think they were at Christina Williams' house because that's where he 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 went to some mansion twice. And so that's where I thought that they were. I, I didn't think that they went back to Letty's house. That's I thought they
3: went. So
2: they have a house in Chicago. It, to me it's when Christina when Christina turned into William she was it looked like she was going she's been to this place twice so I just I just thought that it was her home that, that or maybe she's renting a house in Chicago but it didn't look like let it didn't it did not look like Letty's house when they opened the door so I didn't think it was hers and I, I wouldn't think that uh, at this point Ruby would be with living with Letty still because she was mad at her for um for the month for the mother's inheritance as she thought so i
1: think they the william slash christina place
2: yeah and then they got busy okay. on the steps i'm like okay so a couple of drinks and you're like okay let's make it that was a really sexy scene though i was like william is really william christina is really cute
1: i was watching it with her husband and she was like you better quit looking at me like that yeah ain't gonna happen he was like oh well that means it's exactly
2: that's what's gonna happen <laughs> yep. thanks for the confirmation right right well, so that's gonna happen um and then uh one thing that happened that i did call out because it happens it, uh, i read a lot of like uh high fantasy and uh, magic things our books um but he so ruby cut her hand and William Christina licked like she licked the blood, mm-hmm. and usually when you're like in high fantasy that has anything to do with magic, you always protect your blood. Like you never let anybody get a hold of your blood because that's how they can have power over you. So I don't know what's about to happen, but I was like, don't do that. A, he may have COVID nineteen, and B, <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> oh, he was a vampire. So I was like, is William a vampire? Like I
0: just
2: William Christina's a vampire. <laughs> yeah oh no, I don't know, but yeah, you never in any kind of high fantasy magic, you always always protect your blood and your hair and your blood anything that somebody could like use to put roots on you to put a spell on you to like do something bad to you is with something from like with your DNA in it, so that i'. Was, well, like,
0: that's being black in America, you know. Your yeah, your whatever never told you like don't brush your hair, don't throw things out of the window, don't like
1: <laughs> no,
0: don't like no. bite your nails, don't don't have your nail clippings around. No, that's being black in <laughs> America. <laughs> I don't know. Is your family I, wizards? Are you from a family oh, of wizards? No, but I just grew up like that, so like really? you don't leave. DNA places so I, I,
1: have, I have never heard that until 23 and came either. out and then then I heard people say stuff like that
2: I didn't know that Yikes. yeah
0: don't comb your hair and leave your hair in people's places don't okay. throw like if you would bite your nails like I, I recall this as a child like biting my nail or something and my grandma would be like don't throw that out the window don't throw that what throw that out when you get home hmm So that it's not about. So I'm still sometimes like, wait, my DNA is just all over the place.
2: (laughs) I never thought of that. I just thought not to do it because it would be rude to do, but I didn't know it was like other things. Mm
0: -hmm. But my grandma also believed in roots. So maybe that's where she got it.
1: With Black Thought and Quest Love, I believe in them too. The what? With with Black Thought and Quest Love, because I believe in them too. I like (laughs) North. She was I'm putting the, the roof on people, not the <laughs> roof from Philly.
2: <laughs> Lord, not the roots from Philly. So now we got these night at the museum uh, Raiders, shenanigans. Uh, so we cut back to the, the crew. They you know chosen the North Tunnel, and they come up on this like old plank, and it's it's like a, just an abyss. Like you can't even see to the bottom of this thing. They have to cross over, and you can't even see to the other side of it. So oh, I'm like,
3: I, I went back. no way. Yeah, i
2: have, have been like, What um, tunnel it is?" Because somebody it was said,
1: there. "Yeah, somebody was like, let 'Let's try another tunnel.'" And tick somebody was like, "We don't have time." Yeah, so, I'm like, "Well, we just ain't, we
2: just ain't gonna get it today, y'all." Right. <laughs> I went right up, <laughs> I went right back up that damn rope. I been like, "Well, you need such a man, Dixon, tomorrow to get us back <laughs> in the museum with <laughs> ice, but back tonight." I'm like, Look, you gotta take a couple more dicks for the team, whatever <laughs> you try to do,
1: because I ain't doing this tonight. We gotta try another tunnel tomorrow. Okay.
2: <laughs> we are going to figure it out. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So, uh, the, t- the, they, they start off on the plank and the plank ends up, uh, disappearing. Like it's starting to like, uh, disintegrate, disintegrate. And then there's a huge, um, thing kind of like, um, I don't know what, like a pendulum that also is slicing through. So they are trying to get, so Tick is literally caught in between trying to help his dad hop onto the, plank and then get lady to the other side of the plank they tied together it was just so much going on on this damn plank i don't know how they fucking stayed on this plank like it, it was like, like gymnastics <laughs> like you have
1: to you have to suspend a lot a certain amount of, of logic with this yes so anyway but yes. on that plank i was like you literally literally just dropped a bag yes how are you going <laughs> to catch
3: Montrose without falling? You just That's the bat. Like, don't drop me, nigga.
1: That's why Montrose was
0: all like, don't <laughs> drop me.
1: The bed the looked like it didn't weigh nothing. The bed looked like it weighed all the two pounds. You dropped it, but now Montrose like, oh, catch me. And I'm that like, a lie. I was like, okay, yeah. you
2: know, I- I'm going to let y'all go on, go on across this CGI plane. But I'm just like, yeah. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. That was super Raiders and that was a little bit, that was Raiders and a little bit of um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, that's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. So they finally get, they make it to the other side, as the plank is still disintegrating, the three of them get to this door, they have to kind of solve a puzzle. And Montrose, because he's read the bylaws, remembered the first page and was able to like, open the door. And of course they're like, but well, how did, you know, how did you know that, whatever, let's just get in here. So Tick realized, so they just, they like just go into the door and they, you know, get in and they, they're saved And then they're kind of walking, but there's water on the floor. And then they start to understand, they start to realize that uh, the water is rate is rising. And Tick had read an inscription right when he got into the tunnel. So he knows that they only have a little bit of time before dawn and the, the, from the the tide from the, the water source is going to basically fill the tunnel. So now they're like, I'm like, so now y'all can't go back because ain't no plank. Y'all about to get drowned up by this water. Like, we just got to keep pushing forward. And then Montrose in the tunnel, uh, Tick starts asking him questions like, how did you know these things? How do you know all these things? And he finally tells him, he is honest and says, you know, I read the bylaws, but I burned them. And he says, you know, basically I, he's like, why did you do this? And then he was like, I didn't want to open Pandora's box. I'm like, okay, so we still being mad at women. Pandora, did I give you this box? Like, leave, leave women alone, guys. Please. All right. Please. Also, the box was already open. so The box was already
1: open. It's wide already. open. open. Also, open. Uh, according to um, Seymour, box is the last thing he wants anyway. So.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, but I-
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a Marcus joke, I feel. He texts <laughs> that to you. He text that to you. Um, Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> so we see the water is steady rising. You know, as they're walking through uh, these this tunnel, and um, there is a body that kind of pops up. And Letty's like, "I think this is one of the the white men from my neighborhood that went missing." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I'm I, at this point, I still didn't kind of put anything together. At this, I'm still kind of slow. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's kind of weird." So they actually find an elevator, and they kind of look at it or whatever. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And that's they're like, "Well, you know." Hiram wanted to you know get down here he was looking for the things and that's when I said that's when I realized like right, that's the same fucking elevator that's in Letty's house so I was like mm-hmm. oh okay it's a portal you yeah know, I couldn't figure out if the elevator was a
0: portal or if the tunnels were a portal because she mm-hmm. recognized that that was a man from the house mm-hmm. prior prior to them getting in the elevator
2: yeah so I don't know. I feel like I feel like the to take them somewhere else. The elevator is the portal, and maybe the water goes so high that it also floods into the bottom of where that elevator was in her house. So then they just it just kind of they just swept them on in there. Um, so
3: now they feel stupid
1: for riding in the car for fifteen hours for Seymour, and they just could have take, taken the elevator. They just, they just
0: could have hit the extra button. Yeah, <laughs> to, get to, the, you to get to all those other floors
2: that Mill noticed y'all yeah, know i don't like all floors already so they could have got on the ghost elevator and go down to the tunnel and call it a day so they keep on they kind of push on because the water again is still rising so they get to a door and there is a hand that's stu- an arm that's stuck in the like in this um lock to open the door so tick pulls it out and you know there's something up above it saying like something about the blood of titus so they t- so he just puts his hand there he puts the ring on first and he sticks his hand in this lock and it like clamps down on his hand and like blood starts coming out but he relaxes himself and like marsh like relax relax and his blood realized that, that that opens the door to what is now like um the the uh, they when he put his hand in there it o- unlocked the lock and then you see a drop down come down with a little uh, ladder and it they took them into the hull of a old ship basically
1: I just want to say when I saw that damn ladder, I was like, this is such an elaborate door and cold and all y'all got is this little ragged ass drop down <laughs> like the, you, this elaborate you got ladder. Mad- it's just like a drop-down rope ladder to get in there. <laughs> it's like you, got magic
0: a ragged- planks. you do all that to unlock the door to get to the next thing and then you are like, Oh, this is it. This was the next clue. <laughs> damn
3: but it. Was that
2: arm? Was that Epstein's arm? i uh, i assume that it, we don't know who it was but we know that it was one he had a ring for the at uh, the sons of adam on i assumed it was epstein's arm
1: and it was i'm not saying it was fresh but it was
2: not a skeleton no yes. it wasn't a skeleton no, no. It, i don't know who knows who else that cracked the case who knows um, so they go, they climb up and it's, it's a, you see, it's like a ship that they're in and you just see all these petrified people or mummified people and they are tribal people. And it, uh, what they were wearing looked like what the docent in the museum was uh, showing people at the, um, in the different, uh, cases. So, you know, there definitely is something that has to do with Titus and when he was going to Ghana. Um, so he, you, he, they walk through and they see that there is a scroll sitting on a desk and guys in any treasure story and Goonies has taught us this everybody has taught us this Raiders has taught us this um every single Indiana Jones movie if you take something from a treasure hunt you have to replace it with something that's the same weight or you will die that's a booby trap you have to replace it you don't just take scrolls off of desks. you have to replace it with another fake scroll like Come on guys. So they see this, they see this mummified uh um person on the desk and there's a scroll in, in, in her hand and they go to grab it. And when I tell y'all that shit did scare me, and she like comes to life and <laughs> it was a very jarring moment to me. <laughs> it was a jarring moment. So you see that this skeleton person kind of comes to life and she's alive now. Um and um she uh is from Guyana. And her people are called the Aqua, the Arquah, and from Guyana. And we remember that that was the last trip that Titus took when he was in the Caribbean. So we know that that is uh, clearly that connection. Um, and then Tick starts talking to the lady, and he immediately understands what she's saying. So she's not speaking... Um, English, we don't know what language she's speaking. And so he's understanding her and and she's understanding him. So they're having a conversation together. And she basically is like, where is Titus? And he's like, Titus has been dead for over a century. So this lady's been down here for quite some time. Um and, uh, you see that what's happening. And she says her name is Yashima. And uh, that Titus had come to her uh, village basically and asked her to translate the book of names uh, so that you know it's through the language of the, of Adam, so clearly she she knew it and knew the symbols because it was a cave called. Um, I'm gonna say this wrong, Aklum Kundi. And she knew the symbols and she was able to translate it. But once she realized that Titus was really a piece of shit and really using her, and she said, they were always so hungry, they were just so hungry. So just really taken from their people. Um, and she was like, no, you know, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I miss my people. So he basically went and imprisoned them in that ship and killed her entire tribe. So the people that they walked past were her, were the people of her tribe that Titus had murdered. Um, to basically punish her and to make her uh, translate those uh, scrolls. And so Tick says, you know, will you help us translate it? Like, I need, we need you to help. And she says, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to help you. I, I, I don't know your spirit. And she was basically saying, you know, you're not, you know, the, what happened, you're not your ancestors. What your ancestors did in the past is not, is not you. That's not going have anything to do with you, but I don't know you. I don't know your spirit, so I can't help you. And I, and I think that's a smart thing to do because she, had already been duped by Titus, you know, and her whole tribe murdered. And now she's trapped in this this magic ship. Um, And I think we mentioned a little bit earlier that she is an intersex um, person. Um, So she is uh, called a person of two spirits. So with both male and female organs. Um, so Montrose decides like, you know, we got to get out of here. Let's roll. He grabs the scroll off the desk and then the ship basically starts breaking apart. So now we realize that there is magic on this ship that, um, if that scroll is moved or if she's moved out, then everything's going to collapse. So they have to kind of run out. They run into, um, they're trying to go back to the elevator. Montrose has the scroll in his hand and he like lets it drop by accident. And I think he did that completely on purpose. And- yeah Montrose. like leave Montrose in there shit replace Montrose with the lady with Montrose. if I, if I'm saying that, yeah, and then yeah. they go back out and uh letty again letty to letty letty's just to to helping people right now she's trying to save lives, so she like immediately swims out, she grabs a scroll and they get into the elevator and they take the elevator they start taking the elevator up yashima um she basically just starts like freaking out so they have to like punch her like to kind of make her be quiet because it's just like just a loud screeching sound just really really loud um she's not being able to to, yeah so now she's a siren she can't speak so that now you know that titus um basically put magic on her as well so that once she was removed from that hole of that ship you couldn't understand anything that she was saying so they get her up to um you know up to the uh in the elevator they're going back up and they don't know really i think i don't i don't know if at that point were they cognizant that that was letty's elevator were they just getting in any elevator to get home or get to get to safety i think the they elevator. tried
1: to they try to show that they maybe were but it was like a split second okay. and like, they crammed so much stuff into uh all these episodes but to me particularly this episode that if mm-hmm. you blink you miss that they acknowledged it they were like oh the elevator and then they kept moving yeah. so yeah. i think that they
2: did but it was like really fast okay i just didn't know i was like maybe they just thought this was a place that i thought that maybe they thought it would take them just back up to the the museum floor, yeah, that's the what what floor I- the museum. just they were just trying to get to safety um so uh then tick like dramatically kisses letty on the mouth and i'm like this is beautiful and i was like that was that was like straight up every type of adventure movie because at one point the the hero kisses the heroine on the lips and like it's dramatic music but that was kind of fun and dramatic
1: and and at that moment i was like lady don't you get sucked into this abusive relationship it, <laughs> i
2: know you i know go to therapy first Letty. okay don't do it girl <laughs> don't do it it's too late, it's too late. you and that's girl
0: Montrose right. telling him, "You gotta have a love song for your lady." So when he yeah. met, so I said, like, "Is
1: the worst advice ever."
0: I so said, "B, I you just... got a song that you
1: think about?" And He was like, "Yeah, I got a song." But that, <laughs> so I'm just like, "That was such terrible advice." It was like, just "So do in other words, don't listen to any grievance that she has. Just yes. sing the song. Ignore the grievance altogether, so that mm-hmm. you can move on." and in two days when you have not responded to her grievance you can just mm-hmm. this all over again. how about listen to this first time and then don't yeah. sing this song and then you can be done with the argument <laughs> yeah get back
2: <laughs> to the lo- get back to loving i right. he was like can you you get back to i'm like that's not how that works that's not how oh. like resolution works right. sir. sorry just ignore
1: her just just sing just sing some charlie wilson to yourself for like two two three minutes <laughs> Ignore everything and then it'll be fine. I'm
2: like, no, it's no. terrible. <laughs> Dumb E. So they are in the elevator. They do the beautiful kiss. Um, and then we cut to we we see Hippolyta and D in the car. And D is like, well, how did they even get back to Chicago? Like, how did they even get back home? So that's when I was like, oh, that's what I do. I was like, okay, so this elevator did take them back. D is Chicago. me. Ho- D was me. This I was like D. <laughs> i don't either <laughs> I so many
3: questions <laughs> you I
0: How G knew they were back i was like how does she know they're back in chicago i mean
3: i, I know. know they knew Girl, they,
1: they paid <laughs> a lot of nine one one. they paid to <laughs> they paid to the chicago area code because i just don't know
2: what's happening <laughs> And so did they so what so what i so what i assumed was uh Seymour, went, he went to Boston. To, now he was going to, he said, now I can only have to pay half on my ticket. So they left him in Boston. So then okay, he was going to okay. Philadelphia from Boston. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was in the car. Uh, so yeah, so Dee was like, I don't know. She was like, well, I'm just going to draw in this book. And she was like, Where'd you get that? It was her dad's atlas um, that remember when they were traveling around the country, Dee drove pictures or drew pictures in it to let them know kind of where the unsafe places were. And she looks and uh, uh, Hippolyta looks at it. And she sees Devon County, and we know that's where Artem is. And Hippolyta turned Woody around so fast. I was like, this is a really big car, lady. You need to calm down. And you maybe need to go back <laughs> to Chicago. So they are on their way to Artem to figure out what happened to George. And I'm like, there are monsters there. You need to go. Again, take your, this George, I told you take your black ass home.
3: Take your ass. Go aunt.
2: home. Home. Please. So they're going home. And then we see... The last scene that um, we've, we talked about a couple of times that was extremely disturbing. Uh, we see Yashima is in the house and, um, you know, uh, they're trying to figure out a way for her to communicate because she, uh, she's a siren. So every time she opens her mouth, it's only gonna be screams coming out. And Montrose, you know, uh, tell, Montrose, it was kind of a touching scene, but I thought Montrose after what he did was trying to just throw Tick off uh what he was what the real goal was that um so he was like you are you're a good man and all this stuff and he was being very like kind to him it just reminded me of George I think he was like I'm gonna say what George would have you know to my to my son and so you know they walk so uh he walks off and Montrose goes into that room and I saw right when montrose walked in I was like this over I knew it was about to shake down and he slits uh Yashima's throat and he says I'm sorry.
1: Right. So
2: and then we fade to black and I just wrote damn
1: I want to say to her, girl, I'm so sorry for this girl. Like, the white man and fucked you over. And mm-hmm. this man, we we ain't all, we ain't much <laughs> We we, mm-hmm. we share our same trauma. Like, I'm just so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this woman. <laughs>
0: <But> what they <laughs> did say was that, like, the oppressed, the, they don't know another way but to oppress others. And that's, and or something like that they were saying. Yeah. And it's part of like you are playing from the, from the, what did she say? The colonizer's playbook. That's really not mm-hmm. what she said. Mm-hmm. But that there's so many other ways that you can fight that really violence is, is you lack imagination.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I was just like, I feel like maybe she's not gone a hundred percent. Because there could be other magic on her. That's what that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. But maybe she's not completely dead. Maybe maybe Titus did something to where maybe even if her throat was cut, she could still come back. We saw her come back to life already, right in the ship. So maybe she could come back. I don't know. I was just like, damn, we were so close. Like, I was. Really? Um, I was wondering how he was going to
1: explain that in the next episode. To, um, I don't think he is, but. Again, like these episodes, never really start back in the same place, or they just yeah. they infer information or it's exposition. Okay. I don't know. It it just might be something in spoken and passing. Yeah. Oh, uh, we was in the kitchen and she slipped and fell, and you know, yeah, the modern appliances. <laughs> like,
2: oh, oh, not <laughs> <laughs> know how to use that that knife correctly, so she just her own Like, Okay. You never seen the can opener before. So. <laughs> So somebody posted in the group, they were like, is Montrose the true villain of the story? Because they were like, it seems like they made reference that Montrose probably killed his wife, um, Dora. They said, what if Montrose killed Dora? What if Montrose killed George? Like maybe George wasn't all the way dead and Montrose maybe strangled him in the car and then he killed her. It's like, so maybe that. They just call out that maybe Montrose isn't what we think he is and maybe he's like a mass murderer, That's why
1: I was wondering if neither Montrose or George was the dad. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Because I thought it was George. Mm -hmm. I think we all thought it was George. But then something, something, I guess in the mannerisms between Montrose and Tick, I was like, maybe it is Montrose. But it Mm -hmm. just seems like Montrose is really, really trying to hide something. And um again, one of our listeners yeah. kind of was like, I wonder if neither of them um is the dad and if there's a third person here um that he just he's trying to keep everybody protected quote unquote
2: from I don't know. But I think he's just trying to keep it secret that he killed that he killed uh Tick's mom.
1: I think it's more nefarious than that. Yeah, more to than murder? I mean, I think the murder was probably a part of this whole cover-up of something else. Mm-hmm. I just think it's deeper than it. I think it's tied to these, you know, sons of sons of
2: anarchy. I mean, of Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I was like, this show just takes you down through there once a week. It was just, that was a lot. It was a lot, it was it was fun. But yeah, they said that this is gonna be a wrap. Y'all not like getting no more fun adventure stories. It's going back to heavy. I was like, this was fun adventure. This was stressing me out. Yeah. I, was just- I had fun. I, I when that plane started like deteriorating, I was like, oh yay, Raiders, Indiana Jones, and then they were trying to do. You remember like in uh, Goonies, and they had to play the piano to open the right. door. Like, the I was like, he's like, oh, we're gonna do this. Oh, we I know the lock, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. I was excited. Then you got to a magic ship under a under a library. What? This is great. It under was, um, under a, almost, a museum.
1: Yeah, it was almost exactly the Goonies.
2: It was exactly the Goonies. Yeah. And then I was like, then you got a secret portal to the house. What?
1: That's a lot. It was
3: a <laughs> lot. I
2: was <just laughs>
1: mad when I saw the elevator. I would have been mad. Like, you mean to tell me I had to
3: ride fifteen hours, <laughs> in my ass,
1: and I just could have hit the the bottom basement button <laughs> when the elevator in my house
2: and, <laughs> and gotten. Done with all this, okay.
3: Okay, okay.
2: Well, now they know they can get around, they can get anywhere they want to go. Moving forward,
3: I guess that is true.
2: Now they do know that. That
0: now they do know how to get through the portal.
2: Mm -hmm. And I wonder, is could the portal be uh, could take them other places too? I
3: wonder,
0: could it take them to the lodge? Are connected, those all those 34. Mm-hmm. Other lot, they're probably all connected somehow.
2: Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I want to know who was in that uh in Lancaster's closet. Closet. Who that was? Because I mean, if, if it worked, I think I feel like if it was a nobody, then we wouldn't have even been privy to it. It wouldn't have made a difference. Right. Um, so I don't know. I want to know what Chris. I want to know what they doing with with uh with Ruby. Because I'm like, you got a blood, you can make her into a zombie. You can do anything you want. Do anything you want to her, you can put ropes, anything on her.
0: Well, they're gonna be casting spells on her and she's gonna turn against them
2: somehow. I so, don't think that's a bad thing. I think I, I don't think that's a hard thing to do. I think she's already ready to turn against, she's already bitter.
1: Someone else brought up that they wonder if that's what happened to Montrose while he was captive.
2: Oh, if they maybe put ropes on him or put a spell on him? Yeah, I don't know. He just seems like he maybe always was mean. <laughs> I mean, I
1: think he was always mean, but as far as I don't know, sabotaging to Mm -hmm. this degree everything Mm -hmm. they're trying to do. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but it was it was fun. But yeah, the next the we got to prepare for the next episodes from now moving forward to be back to the heavy. I hope we see. I hope I want to see Christina turn into into William. I want to see it. That is such a dope. That would be
1: a dope uh, spell or whatever trait to have to just you know yeah. I'd have been. I would have got with half of the, half of America. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you just, be, you be a good looking man and a good looking woman. You just, yeah. Anytime I've been in, what I done ran
2: through half I, the southeast. I know. Living your best <laughs> life. <laughs> Living your best <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I say like, go for it. Cause I'm like, they both I'm like, they're both beautiful. Right. They both dress really well. I'm like, you guys are really good taste. Like the, I'm who whoever does the clothes for this show, I'm telling you, this person, they have done some great work. Um, it was that somebody posted today, um, actually, uh, uh, Journey Smollett posted on Twitter that the shirt that she, the red shirt that she wore, um in the museum? In the museum was the same one that Lynn Whitfield wore in um uh, ease by oh, no,
3: oh. oh, yeah. you? Oh, oh, familiar. But
1: same style and I guess time period. But I just mm-hmm. okay.
2: Yeah. They recreated it. Yeah, they recreated that same shirt. I was like, and she she just posted. She was she she said she didn't even notice it, but it it meant it was very special that they did that.
3: Yeah. Oh
2: so, Yeah. That's like they don't miss a beat. I'm tell these people they just they don't miss a beat. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode four of um lovecraft country uh we really enjoyed it we loved it thank you hbo max for dropping it on friday so some of us could watch it early and enjoy it over the weekend um again please if you guys go to uh, listen to us on itunes please rate and review us give us great stars ask us questions if you want we have a facebook twitter and instagram so please you know reach out to us and to all of our friends um, who watch the show then call us and text us uh, about the show please <laughs> just go and watch the show because we keep telling y'all to watch the show listen to so, the podcast yeah listen to the podcast guys please because we keep telling you thank you because you're really taking up a lot of our of our valuable time and we love you <laughs> so uh, we wanted to thank you for joining us and shout out to um, our friend Michelle that we mentioned I mentioned that I put her in a haunted um, hotel and she listened to the episode and was laughing because she did remember that I did that to her and so sorry Michelle so thank you and we will catch you guys on episode 5 and have
3: a good week Bye. Bye. bye bye